Pandora's Lunchbox. Let's see what happens when they open that box today. Please try to remember we are all related. Mitaku Yasin. A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that Hand off his box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe That means I have Half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. I'm Mike. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. And there has been a change in the state government and the U.S. government, but I don't know necessarily if the regulations dictate whether a show about food can do a show that's not strictly about food. Nonetheless, this is a show about food for thought. We'll talk about more uh, silly regulations in just a moment. But in the meantime, today it's a talk with Kristen McArdle, of the executive, who, who is the executive director of the Ann Arbor Film Festival, about freedom of speech and the arts and state funding. Hi, Kristen. Hi. There's a special event coming up. Can you tell us about that? Sure. This Wednesday, the 15th of November, we're having a fundraiser at the Michigan Theater from 7 to 10 p.m., and um, it's a whole series of events in the evening. It, um, it's, it was mostly created to address the funding issues that the festival ran into this summer, where you know part of its state fund, past due state funding was uh, revoked, and you know we walked away from our future state funding. Um, it's an interesting topic, and uh, we'd like to kind of publicly address it um, uh, this this Wednesday, and not only talk about the state funding issues, but how you know how important government funding is for the arts. So, what the evening is is. It starts off as a reception in the lobby of the Michigan Theater where we're having a silent auction. Um, we're, we're auctioning off autographed merchandise from some celebrities who support the festival you know, on this, on this funding issue. And some of the actors that are, and filmmakers that are more well-known that have contributed uh, merchandise is like George Clooney, uh, Ken Burns. Cool. Um, yeah, Kevin Smith. Yeah, a lot of really well-known people. Gus Van Sant. So there's that. You know, there's drinks and you know hors d'oeuvres and music in the lobby just for about 45 minutes, and then we're moving everyone to the theater, where um, myself and the board chair Jay Nelson will talk more about the funding issue and kind of make sure everyone understands what happened, and then we're going to have a panel discussion, and that'll be pretty brief and that will be some of the named filmmakers th- whose whose works were um, used against the film festival in the arts community they'll they're coming into town to kind of you know show their work and oh, okay. you know explain their point of view of what happened um, this this event is also co-presented by the ACLU of the New Michigan chapter of the ACLU so the legal director um, Mike Steinberg will be on the panel and talk about kind of 
um, where the First Amendment comes in and how right. in, in some capacities, you know, some feel that the First Amendment was violated with all that was going on with the festival and the state funding and, and the guidelines that artists have to follow in the state of Michigan, which is a really interesting topic. Um, after the panel discussion, we're going to have a screening of the documentary called This Film Is Not Yet Rated. And it's it's a pretty acclaimed documentary by Kirby Dick, and it discusses the MPAA rating system, which means, you know, how a film gets rated R or PG. Um, it's a pretty funny documentary, and this is one of the only times that you can see this um, in Ann Arbor. Hmm. And it's it's gotten very good reviews. You know, um, a lot of famous people are in this documentary, too. Quentin Tarantino and the boys of South Park, John Waters, Kevin Smith, they all had interesting stories with the MPA rating system and mm. how they kind of worked around it. It's a pretty corrupt system. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's, you know, the whole evening's about a little bit about censorship of the arts and film and and how films are judged you know especially when you talk about sexuality versus violence and how kind of unfair you know and this this documentary this film is not yet rated that addresses this issue um mm-hmm. we had a problem with that issue where if you, if you want to sure. step right back and to earlier this year and mm-hmm. a little primer if you would on, mm-hmm. on what happened this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Um, the festival, well the festival is in March every year and, and and we are the oldest experimental film festival in North America. Since it's, 1963. Yeah, yeah, we're in our 45th year right now and you know this is a you know, for those who haven't been to the festival, this is an international kind of institution in the avant-garde community. Like, this is one of the biggest festivals in the world mm-hmm. that showcases, you know, avant-garde film. And, you know, we, we look at film as art, not just entertainment. And and often there's challenging work, for sure, you know, mm-hmm. on the screen, which is, thank God for that, you know. Yeah. So what happened right before the festival, there was an essay written by the Mackinac Center, and they are kind of a political think tank. And it was an argument that was stating how there shouldn't be any public funding for the arts. And I think Mm -hmm. any of us who work in the arts understand how important those grants are. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it it was just, you know, kind of an an argument saying that the arts are too subjective, you know, for taxpayers' money. Nobody should ever have to pay for something that they haven't seen or might disagree with, that sort of thing. It's an old argument, and it's, you know, everyone has opinions about these things, but... Basically, what happened is they named a bunch of films from the past five years of the Ann Arbor Film Festival. And that essay kind of launched this whole grandstanding. Um, Another legislator read that essay and about three days before the film festival sent out a press release saying that the state was funding pornography. Uh. Pornography was not used in this original essay, but they just were addressing sexual issues. You know, if there's any... It was really clear that they hadn't seen these films, mm-hmm. you know, because some of the films that were named in the press release as pornographic actually don't even have sexual content in them. So okay. So that's an interesting uh, yeah. interpretation of pornography without sexual Yeah. yeah I okay. mean, some of the films that were called porn, you can come to the, the at the fundraiser on Wednesday. We're actually going to show you these films that were okay. called pornographic, and you'll see how silly this is, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, that press release was sending, sent out saying, oh, the state's funding pornography. And then, you know, later another legislator kind of took that as her grandstanding with her conservative base saying, you know, the state of Michigan's not going to fund pornography. And they tried to have us, you know, have public funding taken away from the festival for the next five years. And it just went on and on. Basically, um, what this comes down to, you know, there's a lot of issues here, and this is a very complicated situation, but the the reason that this was all 
able to be brought up is because there are three guidelines that artists have to follow in the state of Michigan in order to get state funding. Now, this is a Michigan thing. Most states in the United, most states in the country don't have these guidelines. Michigan is one of the most restrictive states in the nation. Mm, in I don't know if that's well known. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it is because honestly, these three guidelines, which I'll tell you in a second, I, most most arts organizations and people in the community didn't even know they existed. So, mm. you know, I don't know how enforced they were. This was my second festival. So, um, but those three guidelines, if you want state subsidized funding for your work, your content cannot have one of three things. The first one is no human waste on religious symbols. No, hum- wait, that's one. That's one guideline. Yeah. No human waste on religious symbols. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Make sure it's not human. Right. <laughs> right. Check. Right. Okay. And then uh, the second one is no desecration of the flag. And they oh, okay. don't say what flag. The flag. The flag. There's only one. So <laughs> U of M. Right. Okay. No, <laughs> we don't, don't step on the M in a film. The M on the diag, the sacred M on the diag. But, uh, <laughs> right. And then the third one is um, no depictions of sex acts. Okay. And this is kind of where our issue is. Now, when I say to you, no depictions of sex acts, what does that mean? You know? And, mm-hmm. I, and I had asked that. The officials, like... Some of the films that they're naming, they're saying we violated these guidelines. And I say, okay, fine. What does that mean? No depictions of sex acts. It's a pretty vague guideline. Mm-hmm. And it seems pretty easy for you to use that against an artist because they just did it with us and used it against a whole bunch of artists, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can't get a definition out of anyone. I'll be oh. happy when I get a definition out of oh, somebody okay. when they tell please tell me what that means. You know, so the director, me. can, the director can say, cut, that violates the state code on sex acts. We can't yeah. do that. Right. <laughs> Right. Right. I mean, which I'm sure every artist is thinking when Always. they create. Always, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. The most important thing. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, you know, I haven't had a definition of what that means, you know, and it could mean a long kiss. You know, it depends mm. on the content. But, you know, when I said that, I said, does this count? Does that count? And I can't get an answer. And I said, does a long kiss count? And they said, well, yeah, if, if it's mm. in the wrong context. And I The thought, wrong context. You know, and they, they said, they said, you know, what it, you know what it means, Kristen. And I said, no, no, obviously I don't. <laughs> and they said, you know, use use common sense and use the guidelines that the mainstream media uses. And okay. Said, right. <laughs> okay. There's sex everywhere. It's not actual sex. It's simulated sex all the same. They said you can't have any depictions of any kind of sexual acts on the screen or in any sort of art form. Hmm. It's slippery. Isn't it? Yeah, it's well, dangerous. The mainstream media says is sex is, I mean, should we... Go by the Detroit Free Press uh, right. r- version of sex. I don't know. How right. I know. How, who? Who is, you know, who, what media source is the gospel on this one? Right. And why is that not another opinion? Yeah, right. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's it, we're going to address these issues. And, and that's where the ACLU comes in in terms of, you know, these three guidelines. How, you know, where does the First Amendment come in? And, you know, how much of this is censorship? How much isn't? You know, the government is saying you can't show that. They're just saying you, if you want help, you can't show this and this, right. and this and this and this. You can do whatever you want, but don't expect taxpayer money is what they're saying. Right. right. And so there's there's an argument here about where the First Amendment comes into all of this. Where does you know the freedom of speech and equal opportunity and all that come in? So it's, it'll be interesting, and we'll we'll discuss all this on Wednesday, the fifteenth. Hi there, it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike. Hi, today it's a talk with 
Kristen McArdle, the executive director of the Ann Arbor Film Festival. The Film Festival and the ACLU are holding a fundraiser at the Michigan Theater on Wednesday, November 15th, and talking to Kristen McArdle about that. Well, I guess you go back to the basic issue of why should people fund the arts? I mean, that, that's a fundamental question. Why should people fund the arts? And there's often been talk of it being something that benefits the community, mm-hmm. benefits the state, and makes this a place where people want to come to. If yeah. a place with an arts community is a place that's desirable to Businesses, pe- if you want to talk. I mean, it depends. If you want to talk about the quality of life, that's pretty easy to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, lots going on, lots, you know, live shows, performances, you know, you know, showcasing culture from around the world. That's that's an easy argument. But if mm-hmm. you want to talk to the more business-minded person, um, it's this... Like I said, this is an old argument. You know, it's been proven time and time again. If an artistic community has residents that stay for a long time and, and businesses are drawn to going to communities such as Ann Arbor. I mean, Ann Arbor is action-packed with the arts. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've only lived here for about a year. And considering the, the size, I'm kind of fascinated by how action-packed it is yeah, with, uh, with the arts. A lot's going on all the time, every day always something and mm-hmm. you know it's not even it's not even a huge huge place you know so um the, you know in terms of quality of life yes the arts are important in terms of business and commerce and economic benefits you know the arts if you go to the arts alliance has recently done a uh, report on the benefits of the arts in Washtenaw County and millions and millions of dollars you know they they have proven how the arts brings in a lot of revenue to the community and and, and kind of reinforces a healthy environment for mm-hmm. you know any any community so if you know you can and in regards to the festival you know if you look at for example our our biggest line item in our budget you know if you want to talk those numbers those kind of numbers um our biggest line item is submission fees from filmmakers and you know we brought last year about fifty six thousand dollars alone in submission fees and 95 percent of that money came from outside of the borders of michigan 95 hmm. percent of the filmmakers who are participating you know with this festival bringing money into the state internationally yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we had, you know, in, in terms of tourism, we had filmmakers from five continents coming in, coming from Australia and Africa and, you know, all over Europe. And, you know, we had films from South America. I mean, mm-hmm. everything you can imagine. And they all came here. We all had so much fun. And they had said, Michigan, who knew? That was like the theme yeah. <laughs> for them. It was a really sweet thing, you know. Wow. Everyone had so much fun. And they're going to go back to their communities and talk about Michigan, you know, because yeah. of the film festival. So, you know, um, it's it's an interesting argument. You can get as political as you want. You can get as business-minded as you want with this argument. Mm-hmm. You can talk about culture, you know. It's it, it's like bringing the early 90s back, the culture wars, yeah. <laughs> if you remember that. Right, you know? the whole NEA 4 and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's interesting, um, speaking of the NEA4, Holly Hughes, as you know, is one of the NEA4, and she's here in Ann Arbor. Oh, okay. Did you know this? Yeah. She was one of the NEA4 in the 90s, and she actually curated um, Out Night at the festival. It's like the gay lesbian theme night. And okay. um, the film, ironically, that she brought in is the film that the state sang violated the guidelines. Oh, no. Here we go again. Stage <laughs> <laughs> of all over again. It is. It is, yeah. I know. Just a quick mention of what the NEA4 means, I guess, that um, there were some uh, artists that the NEA funded, the National uh, Endowment of the Arts, Endowment mm-hmm. of the Arts, and there were much 
some um, a lot like what we're talking about now is politicians who got enraged by some of the content and mm-hmm. said nobody should ever have to pay money for this kind of thing and there were four Karen Finley was another mm-hmm. one I believe and uh Robert Mapplethorpe I no, believe was I, no, he well was, he was he was just kind of a separate issue I think I don't think okay. he was one of the four okay. but but this is Mapplethorpe all over again everyone was saying oh god yeah. you know yeah yeah but he he's one that had all these issues where People have had an exhibit in Cincinnati, and they, they it was they tried to shut that whole thing down. And yeah, of course, ticket sales rocketed right. <laughs> at that point. You know yeah. what I mean? That's just bringing what money into the computer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's 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 like I said, it's it's not an old, it's not a new argument in terms of funding for the arts, but I find it a weak argument. I mean, I I just this is money that people want to use for something else. Mm-hmm. This is all it is. You know, they, there's. Um, I think it was last year or the year before, the, the arts in Michigan got $11 million, which isn't even much compared to some states, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that's $11 million that they can use as something else. Now, and, and I know that there are plenty of things to use this money for, but in terms of, you don't really want to take this from the, from the arts. It's, no. not, it's not never a smart thing. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're talking to Kristen McArdle, the executive director of the Ann Arbor Film Festival, about an event coming up this Wednesday, sponsored by the Film Festival and the ACLU at the Michigan Theater. We're really lucky to have the Michigan Theater. You know, filmmakers, every time they come to the festival, they're kind of taken aback at the venue, the opportunity to see the film that you created in this magnificent place, you know. Um... There's those two theaters in the in the Michigan. So in the main theater, what we have is films and competition. And what that is, is we get about 2,000 submissions every year from, like I said, from around the world. And we choose out of those about 115 films. It's about 5% of the films that are submitted get chosen. And we kind of have, you know, the festival runs for six days. And, and every day in the main theater are the films in competition. And it's kind of this mixed bag of genres. And it's it's mostly short films, often experimental. And experimental is a very vague term, you know. But um, this could be any – so you could be up there and you could see something like a an animation that's, you know, ten minutes long and then a short experimental abstract film. You know, it may not have a storyline but it's beautiful to watch and or, or there's some really interesting technique in terms of like how the film got there. Mm-hmm. Um and then you might see a, a short narrative film and then you might see a long documentary about, you know, any issue around the world and then you know, sometimes we have the feature-length narrative. You know, most people are used to, like, the feature-length narrative, the, st- the story, the characters, you know, you see the characters go through all this. We don't have a lot of those films. You know, we have a lot of short films like mm-hmm. that, but it's mostly um, artistic, you know, in its merit. Um, so we, we have all those films, and then we have about $23,000 of awards that we give to filmmakers, and we're one of the festivals that gives, you know, a lot of awards to filmmakers. The festival was created to to provide an alternative to mainstream media and it was created to support the filmmakers so it's really important that we spend a lot of time making sure those awards are really strong so that we can provide them with either you know the means or the finances to make their next project because it's it's really hard especially if you're creating avant-garde film to find a home you know mm-hmm. so the festival is kind of this forum where people know that if they create really cutting-edge progressive work that, you know, sometimes the world's not ready for, you know. Yeah. You can come here and, and you'll have a home and, and an audience, a really strong audience that appreciates those. Um, we also have that screening room, 
where we showcase more curated programming, you know, more accessibly easy films. Mm-hmm. We have free panel discussions, um, you know, about all kinds of issues. Um, we have we have classes. We have free. We have a thing called Film Jam during the festival where um, filmmakers, local filmmakers, can bring in their projects. It's like an open mic for filmmakers. Oh, okay. So you bring in your movie that you made, and, you know, you get in line, and you can watch it on the big screen. That's cool. Which is cool. You know, everyone <laughs> yeah. gets really excited about that. Um, I don't know. After parties every single night all around <laughs> town, we kind of take over town. You know, we have video <laughs> installations everywhere. It's really fun. Um, what's I guess what's different this year is the... We just got a grant from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. They're the ones that put on the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. And they just gave us um, about $10,000 so that wow. we could address this this funding issue. I mean, we have national support from all kinds of organizations. I mean, even the Sundance Film Festival knows what happened. And everyone's kind of really frustrated with some of the you know Michigan legislators who kind of created this issue because right. a lot of people are not in agreement. And... You know, the Academy gave us money so that we could have some programming that addresses these First Amendment issues, and we could have panel discussions that with real heavy hitters, so it could people can properly address this issue and learn about the importance of you know funding for the arts and about the importance of the freedom of speech, and you know to be able culturally to appreciate art, whether you agree or not, is not the point whether you understand it or not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not really the point. It's you wouldn't like all art to be exactly what you want it to be in the uh, same nice colors or the style uh, yeah, that you like. I no. mean, you know, and sometimes a lot of the great artists, you know, who are some of the great artists who didn't become famous after they passed away? Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't understand their work until later, and now we revere them, you know? Was it the, the Rites of Spring mm-hmm. when that was first played it ca- and, and performed it caused a riot? <laughs> Yeah, there's, it's it's there's so many examples. Yeah. It's classic, you know, and 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 what that art becomes and what it symbolizes for us changes all the time, and you know, so you can't put such strict guidelines. I don't think on art, it's not it's not yeah. really fair, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, art is subjective. So the argument to the, the Mackinac Center was that art is too subjective for taxpayers' money, but and I find it weak. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, you know. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So it's yeah it's it'll be interesting how this all pans out and I really I'm really excited about Wednesday about the fundraiser at the Michigan Theater this Wednesday the fifteenth um, I think we have a lot of support in the community everyone's pretty supportive you know it's it's a very emotional reaction when I t- when people learn what happened they just get pretty upset you know mm-hmm. and they're supportive and it's nice to see yeah. you know over such like a moral issue. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN. We've been talking to Kristen McArdle, the executive director of the Ann Arbor Film Festival. Appreciate her coming by. And she's been talking about freedom of speech, the arts, and state funding. And an event this Wednesday, November 15th, at the Michigan Theater, brought to you by the Ann Arbor Film Festival and the ACLU. They're going to have cocktails, discussion, a silent auction, and a screening of Kirby Dick's documentary, This Film Is Not Yet Rated, to bring attention to the issues of state funding and the Michigan Theater and the Ann Arbor Film Festival. You can find out more about that at aafilmfest.org. You can order tickets at ticketweb.com. And here's a phone number if you want to scribble this down. I'll say again, ticketweb.com. And you can call 866-468-3401 to find out more about this event on Wednesday, November 15th. And you can presumably get some buttered popcorn, as can the Supremes.
Okay, so when I asked him what was happening in the world today, he said, more butter, more butter, more butter, more butter. That's the Supremes and buttered popcorn. The singer there is Florence Ballard, the late, great Florence Ballard. More butter, more butter, more butter. Uh, today it's official after 12 years. The Democrats have taken over the House and the Senate. It's like butter. And our wolf will be here at 7, and then we can all face the music together. That's in about five minutes. But in the meantime, I want to tell you about something called I Wasn't Dead, I Was Out Partying. Well, I'm going to say it in the original Spanish as well as I can. No estaba muerta, andaba de paranda. I wasn't dead, I was out partying. We were talking for the last few weeks about the Mexican Day of the Dead, the Day of the Dead being celebrated on November 1st and 2nd in many Latin American countries and South American countries in, in many parts of the world. And coming up in Ypsilanti on November 18th is a Day of the Dead celebration. It's not too late. I saw this flyer, and it says here it's a comic, dramatic, and poetic allegory about the Day of the Dead festivities in Mexico. It's going to be at the address 209 Washtenaw in Ypsilanti, 209 Washtenaw, and that is at the First United Methodist at 209 Washtenaw in Ypsilanti, starting at 5.30 p.m. and going through 9.30 p.m. There are going to be music, songs, poetry, folklore, face painting, little skulls, puppets, altars, incense, tamales, hot drink, and more. It's all going to be on Saturday, November 18th. So after you go to the Ann Arbor Film Festival Benefit Go on Saturday, November 18th, to the the event, I Wasn't Dead, I Was Out Partying. You can find out more information about that at this number. Get ready to write that down. 330-1890. The number again. 330-1890. Some of the things are going to be happening at this event, called I Wasn't Dead, I Was Out Partying, going to be an allegory about death, including myths and legends of the Mexican Revolution, a dramatization of the death for of the old Mexican, a comedy called The Handsome Guy, and for kids, The Little Skulls Are Playing Around. This is put on by a group called Alabrije, an independent cultural group created to preserve Latin roots and traditions. And this is going to be at 209 Washtenaw in Ypsilanti, it's no estaba muerta andaba de paranda. I wasn't dead. I was out partying. It's been Pandora's Lunchbox for at least some time now. I've been Mike, and thank you for letting me do that. In a moment, Arwolf and we'll face the music. In the meantime, it is Uno Mundo. It is the Buffalo Springfield. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor.
Well, that feels kind of good. Thanks, Mike. It's 7 o'clock, exactly straight up. Wow, right now. This is Radio Free Ann Arbor, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Welcome to Face the Music. We begin tonight's Proposition 2-inspired hour of uh, ethnology with a, uh, an offering from, from the spirit of Frank Zappa and very much in the flesh, the mighty persuasions. Do you know what you are? You are what you is. You is what you am. They count or they can. You ain't what you're not. So you see what you got. You are what you is. And that's all it is A foolish young man From a middle class family Started singing the blues Cause he thought it was manly Now he talks like a kingfish From a Amos and Andy He tell you that chillin' Well they taste just like candy he thinks that he's got the whole thing down From the Neville Ocean to the Royal Crown Do you know what you are? You are what you is You is what you am They count or they can't 